You're listening to the Bring the Light podcast, episode number 19. I want to welcome you to the Bring the Light podcast, where each of us have a light within us waiting to be shared with the world. Everything we do in this life either increases or diminishes this light. As we become more aware, the light becomes our ultimate guidance towards emotional, physical, and spiritual needs. Together, let's take a journey and bring your light to the world. Hi everyone, it's Liz here and I want to welcome you to the podcast today. Today I wanted to talk to you about how do we find peace. It seems like everywhere we turn there's not much peace around us. Our lives right now seem like it's kind of turned upside down. There's so much uncertainty that's happening. We don't know who to believe. We don't know what cause we should be standing for. You know, what should we engage in? People are dividing. Civil arrest is happening between communities. Families are fighting. People's beliefs are dividing them. It is not in our nature to take away our rights and to be told what to do. But what are these rights? And do these so-called rights hurt others? We want to be a good citizen. We want to follow the rules, but exactly what are these rules? Where do I stand up for my rights? And when do I realize that engaging only hurts me and hurts those around me? All of this uncertainty, confusion, not knowing, takes peace away from our life and creates one thing, fear. By taking away peace, you have fear. But by establishing peace, you take away fear. By realizing what causes fear in our life, you can combat this and replace it with peace. FDR was famous for his words, All we have to fear is fear itself. And in the scriptures we find that man are that they might have joy. If we have fear, then how can we have joy? We can't. So in order for us to have joy, as the scriptures teach us, then we need to get away the fear. If we want to have joy, then we need to learn how to have more peace in our lives. The greatest tool of the adversary is to make us to not have peace, but to have fear. So how do we release fear? How do we get away from fear so that we can bring more peace into our life? When I work with a lot of clients, there's some certain things that kind of sh- to kind of bring up a red flag that a lot of people are struggling with. And what causes fear the most is the uncertainty that we go through, is not knowing what we're getting ourselves into and not knowing what to expect. We like to know that if we do this, then this is going to happen. And a lot of times in our lives, that is not what happens. So we need to figure out a way that we can remove this and that we can just deal with what comes before us. Because life isn't always about being planned out. And so we have to realize that when life isn't planned out, How are we going to deal with with what's put before us? The way that I teach a lot of people is that there's a certain meditation technique called 
that I call, and it's called the transitional meditation. A transitional period is when you go from one activity to another. You focus on, it's kind of like when your focus needs to change, something else is coming in your way. A transitional period is when you go from one activity to another. Your focus in your life and what you're doing, your focus in your pattern and in your life at that time, it has to change. Often, these transitional periods that we have, they're really hurried and we don't, we don't think them out. Like we, There's no thought that comes into it. And sometimes, these transitional things can be upsetting. But to make these transitional periods a little easier on us, we need to perfect our transitions so we can have a certain flow throughout our day. By doing this, then we can be focused on the next thing that's coming to us. So I want you right now to think of the different transitions that you are experiencing throughout your day. What transitions are you struggling with? Why are you struggling with these? One of the big thing is we have to realize is how are we contributing to the struggle and how can we make these transitions better before you go to the next activity. So we're going to say like we're just going to talk about, you know, here you are, you are at work and then you're coming, you drive home and then when you get from your car into your house, this is a transitional period. You know, you went from work stuff that you had, there's a lot of things you've been thinking about at work, a lot of relationships you had at work, and all of a sudden you come in with all of these things that are dragging you down, you bring it into your family. And now, let's say you walk into your house and there's a lot of chaos going on. We can make these transitions better if we just thoroughly think them out ahead of time and then implement them. So before you go to your next activity, I want you to ask yourself these four questions to make each transition easier. You will be better prepared for these transitions. First of all is what do I need to release? So let's get back to the same situation that I was talking about before about work. You know, what are some of these conversations that you had at work that you need to release to not to realize you're not going to bringing that into the next situation? What are some of these things, you know, maybe you had some stuff with uh, your boss, a coworker, someone called you on the phone. Maybe you were denied something at work and you've been working really hard at it. What are some of these things that you can release? And what I like to do is I like to think about it and then I just kind of am quiet and I just say, please release this from me at this, at this time. And I just sit there in that moment and just let it release. It's something really simple and easy, but just by acknowledging that and then just telling yourself that you want to release this, it can really do wonders in helping you not carry these feelings into your next transition. Now that we have released that, those feelings that we've been carrying, 
we want to then get ready for what is coming ahead of us. So you ask yourself, what is my intention for what I'm doing next? You know, there we can have a lot of different in intentions, but if we think about, I want to go in and I want to be with my family. That's a really good intention. What is your intention? And then I want you to state that to yourself. Another thing is, how do I want to present myself? So you go in and you say, you know what? I want to present myself as a good loving mother, as a good caring father, whatever it is, how is it that you want to present yourself? The next question is, how do I want to be perceived? This is a little bit different than how you want to present yourself. And now you are talking about how you want them to perceive you. When I go into a situation, I want people to perceive me as being loving and kind and a safe place to be. If I come in and I'm not carrying those characteristics, then I feel like there's, there's gonna be a lot of discomfort in our family because I want them to feel safe with me. And so if I don't present myself as being safe, they won't feel safe either and it can cause a lot of contention within our family. Often we walk into situations flustered and we carry these emotions with us. By paying attention to each of these transitions throughout our day, we are setting ourselves up to be present in the moment. We free ourselves from all of these distractions that we have. We act the way we know we should and we present ourselves in, a, in the way that we want. The other day, my husband was upset. He was yelling at the kids, complaining about their jobs not being done. If they read their book for the day, leaving the family room a mess and such, I finally looked at him and told him, go upstairs and just breathe. Sometimes this is what we need to do to just clear our head. Breathing gives us a clear picture of life. My husband went upstairs and took it to heart and actually fell asleep. In the morning, I told him that maybe this is exactly what you needed, was to just sleep. Often, we wear ourselves down and we forget to do the most important thing, and that is to give our bodies the rest that it needs. We just sometimes need to sleep, and more importantly, we need to just breathe throughout the day. Doing this transitions will help us to just breathe and give us the strength that we need to carry us on throughout the rest of the day. Now, I can't just talk about my husband without talking about me. Lately, I have had some hard stuff that I've gone through. I've had a lot of hurt feelings, um, feeling like unappreciative, feeling like my, my opinion doesn't really matter, overwhelmed, tired, all of these things I feel, you know, could be validated. I felt anyone going through what I was going through would feel the same way. Have you felt this? Have you been in situations where you felt like your feelings were validated? If so, which I know that you have, these same thoughts were probably racing through your head as they were through mine. Over and over again, I rehearsed the situation and when I felt that they were in the wrong, 
At first, it just starts out where you are rehearsing it and then you start to get angry and upset. We make 95% of what we go through in our head because we play it out in different scenarios. Conversations, shoulda, coulda. I realized that something needed to change and it needed to start with me. I did not like the way that this was controlling my life. I didn't like how these conversations in my head were ending. And so I knew that maybe I couldn't change what had happened, but I could change myself. When this happened, I try to go through different steps to get to really truly what is going on. First thing I ask myself is, is this a true thought? A lot of times these thoughts that we're experiencing aren't really true. It's just our mind racing. It's those scenarios that we're putting in our head. And when we ask ourselves, is this really true? Really be honest with yourself. No one else has to know that you're asking yourself this question. So I want you to make sure that you're honest with yourself. Is this thought really true? Next question is, am I dealing with my own insecurities? Sometimes this is really hard to admit that we have these insecurities that we're dealing with. But if we really front it and just ask, am I dealing with my own insecurities? Most of the time you'll realize that the reason why you're expressing this, why you're going through these scenarios in your head, it's because of your own insecurities that you're dealing with. The next question is, how am I at fault? Like we've talked about, we don't want to be at fault. We want to be always strive to do what is good and what is right. And to find fault in ourselves is really hard. But in order for us to change what we're going through in our head, we have to find out where the fault lies. And some of the things that you're experiencing is actually your own fault. So acknowledge that so that you can move on. The next thing I like to look at is, what is the bigger picture in this? In what ways can I grow? Those kind of go hand in hand because if we stand back and look at the bigger picture, we realize that we see something different. We see how the other person is acting. We see how we are acting. We see kind of how the puzzles are kind of put together. And then we see that opportunity that we can grow from this. Every situation that's put before us is a learning opportunity. And if we don't learn from them, then these situations will keep on appearing into our life. So it's really good that we just figure it out ahead of time so we don't have to continue to have these things happening in our life. When we have these hard situations in our, in our life, and they bring a lot of heartache, a lot of hurt. They also bring a lot of contention and a lot of fear. By doing this, we are not having the joy that, we're, that we are supposed to have. We're not having that peace in our life. By looking at this bigger picture and going through these steps, we can feel that peace that's within us and realize that I have the ability to change and other people have the ability to change, but I need to work on myself so that I can be better. 
By doing this, we start to realize that we are all growing at different speeds and different areas. Going through this with my situation that I was dealing with, I realized that we are all growing at different speeds and in different areas. I interpreted others' reactions as a personal attack against me and not putting myself in their situation. I wasn't putting myself in their growing path and their own insecurities. Since I can't change anyone, it was up to me to change. So I began to pray to see, you know, what are where are they coming from? How can I contribute? How do I need to act towards them? And how can I learn from this change? You know, I really didn't want to treat them nice after this. But I realized that the way I treated them was a reflection of what the things that I was experiencing. And in order for me to be able to work through this, I needed to treat them in the way that our Savior would treat them. I need to give them the benefit of the doubt, and I need to realize that they are doing the best that they can at the level that they are at, or even in what they are experiencing in their lives. I don't know what they're experiencing. And so most of the time, it is just best practice to just realize that people are doing the best that they can for what they have at that moment. Working through this process, it took me out of the fight or flight mode and it put me back into the present. When we are in the present, that is when we have peace. We don't have fear, contention, but we have peace and we also have joy. Another big thing that has brought so much peace into my life is realizing that Heavenly Father will give me what I need when I need it. Knowing without a shadow of a doubt that you are on his errand and that when you are asked to to do something, he will give you what you need when you need it. And if you're not given something at that time, don't stress about it because it's not time yet. It's not your time to receive that. But when you need it, you will, give, you will be given it. That is something that totally changed my life. By just trusting, knowing that I am on the Lord's errand and that I will be given the information when I need it and I'm not stressing about it if I don't have it at that time because they'll give it to me when I need it. And if it's not time, it's not time. So don't stress about it because it's not time yet. One time I was in the temple and I had an experience where I really felt the Spirit speak to me. And I heard words as if somebody was right next to me. The Spirit told me that I needed to go home and be with my husband because I needed to have another child. At this time, we had already had five kids. We had four boys and then a girl. And we had five kids. Five kids is a lot. But the Spirit told me that I needed to have another child. It was so undeniable that I realized that when it comes to this, I'm not in charge. And that if he wants me to have another child, then we're having another child. On the flip side, when this child was about 12 months old, I went to the temple again. 
I actually was on a cleaning assignment and after we cleaned the temple, I went up to a room to be able to be in, just have peace and quiet and to be able to pray to Heavenly Father. And I asked him if I was supposed to have another child. I got a strong no. And I said, Heavenly Father, I am really willing and able to have another child. I'll have another child if you want me to. I pleaded with this because I realized that I was not in charge. And that yes, it was my body. And yes, I could ultimately make that decision. But I wanted him to be the one that was in charge of that if I was supposed to have another child or not. The strong impressions came to me again. These are all the children that you are having. And at that moment, I felt my heart sink. But I had to remember, Heavenly Father told me when to have a child. And so he also told me when it was time to, to be done having children, when our family was complete here on earth. And I ha- if I was going to accept that he wanted me to have a child, that I needed to accept when he told me that I was finished. By trusting in our Heavenly Father, it brought so much peace and contention out of my life. By trusting in our Heavenly Father, I was able to have so much peace and I took the contention out of my life. So how do we get to this? How do we get past the fear of life and replace it with peace? We trust. I was reading the scriptures today and came across the passage, 3 Nephi 26, 9 to 11. Now I kind of took this passage as personal revelation. The Savior was in America teaching the Nephites. After he was resurrected, he was with the Nephites. But he was talking about the Gentiles, which is us right now. And there was a lot of different teachings that Christ was giving while he was there with the Nephites. And in 9 it says, And when they shall have received this, which is expedient that they should have first to try their faith, and if it shall so be that they shall believe these things, then shall the greater things be made manifest unto them. And in 10, and if it so be that they will not believe these things, then shall the greater things be withheld from them unto their condemnation. Now, I took this more as like personal revelation, like I talked about. But this is also, Heavenly Father is teaching us things through Christ. And Christ is there teaching these people so many different truths on how they should conduct their life, how they should live, how they should love other people. Many different things about, you know, tithing and baptism. And he said that they should try this out with their faith. They should learn about this. They should they should really receive this into their life. And and if they do this, then greater things will be manifested to them. And then it says in 10, And if it so be that they do not believe these things, then shall the greater things be withheld from them unto their condemnation. So if we don't believe these things, then these things are going to be withheld from us. We're not going to have the blessings. We're not going to have the peace. We're not going to have the happiness that comes to us. 
And then what I love about 11, it says, Behold, I was about to write them. You know, all of these things that Christ was going to talk about. This is Moroni, and he's saying, you know, I was about, I was going to write them all down. Everything that was given to me, all of the miracles that happened, all, everything that was able to be witnessed, all were engraven upon the plates of Nephi. But the Lord forbade it, saying, I will try the faith of my people. He didn't tell us everything because he wanted to see what our faith would be. He wanted to see if we would be able to be accepting of this and put this into practice. That we would pray that we would be able to find out. And that with this faith that we have, that we will be able to find out. So he's telling us that we need to experience our faith and put that into action. The part that I love about this is it's saying that if we do these things, if we implement this stuff, if we implement what is given to us, we will have greater things be manifested to us. But if we don't, then they're going to be withheld. In order for us to receive personal revelation, in order for us to receive guidance in what we should do, we have to have peace. The Spirit does not dwell where there's no peace. The Spirit doesn't dwell within fear, within hatred, within resentment. The Spirit dwells among peace. And in order for us to be able to receive this greater knowledge, greater guidance, then we need to learn how to incorporate more peace in our life. Heavenly Father will always give you what you need when you need it. And that is so important to remember. Maybe this podcast today was for you. Maybe there's different things in your life that you're struggling with. This week, I want you to think about the transition meditation. How can you be better with your transitions throughout the day? And then I want you to evaluate what you're feeling and why are you feeling this? And the most important is I want you to pray for guidance and trust without a shadow of a doubt of the source of where it's coming from. By doing this, I promise you, you will have more peace in your life and you can feel the love of our Savior and you can feel the Spirit as it guides you in your life. I hope you guys have a great week this week and know that you are never alone, that you have the constant guidance of our Heavenly Father. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Bring the Light podcast. Please like and share this podcast with those who want to make this world a beacon of light. Our search for light increases when we recognize when it shines in our lives. Remember, you hold the power within. It is your time to shine and make this world a brighter place.